Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Low Energy Podcast. This is a podcast I've wanted to make for a while now. And I thought now would be the perfect time because there hasn't really been any content on the channel for a while. And I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to let you guys know what's going on and everything. So uh, to make a long story short, my computer broke down, which hasn't been that fun to deal with. Um, I've basically have to been having to use my laptop for everything, which is what I'm using right now. I mean, I I usually use this for recording anyways, so it's not that big of a shift but yeah I can't really edit or anything um, at least not now so the video is going to be delayed even longer which I'm not very happy about because I really want to get some content out on the channel but you know maybe if this uh, if this podcast works out I can start doing this in between videos I definitely hope it works out because I, I like podcasts. Um, making them is probably not as fun as listening to them, but you know maybe uh, maybe eventually I can get a guest on here or something. I don't know, but basically this podcast is going to be very, um, you know, laid back. Not very much editing. Um, no J cuts or anything. A J cut is when you um, layer your voice over itself, so it sounds like you don't do a pause in between sentences and stuff. <laughs> it's a video editing trick that I overuse a lot. I just like how it sounds. Okay, like get off my back for get get off my back. I don't know what that was. Um, I'm going to say a lot of dumb shit on this podcast. Uh, if you're okay with that, then I guess keep listening. If you're not, then I, I don't know what to tell you. This is just how it's going to be. It's just going to be me talking to nobody. Unless I have a guest on, which... um. I definitely hope I do, because I get lonely. Um, and I make a lot of self-deprecating jokes. Is that bad? Is that bad? I don't know. So yeah, now that we've gotten that stuff out of the way, I think... Uh, we can move on to to the first um what are they called segments yeah my, yeah the first segment which is going to be called uh what i watched in insert 
month here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make it, um, I hope to make this podcast like once every month or so. Maybe if it's, if it's a hit, then I'll make it every two weeks or something, or maybe every week. I don't know. But basically, I want to have a segment where I talk about a certain show I've been watching in the past month, or it could be a couple of shows, depending on how much I actually watch. And just kind of share my thoughts about it and, you know, just shoot the shit. Maybe talk about some news that happened around it. Stuff like that. Yeah, I think I want to start with uh, with this Korean show called Squid Game. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's been making big waves on Netflix. Um, you get it because squids and waves and yeah, that's that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> that's the joke I made. That was that was a big peak. Okay, that was really loud. I just breathed into the mic. Sorry about that. Um, probably cut that out or something. But yeah, Squid Game. Uh, it's a Korean TV show. Or well, it's a Netflix original now. I think, or it always was. Um. It was actually going to be made in 2008, apparently. It was uh, it was bounced around a lot of studios or something for like 12 years. 13 years, actually. No, wait. 12 or something. I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't have like any stats up, although I sh- probably should. Um, I do I have an article I wanted to look at, though. Um enough rambling uh squid game it was really good i think there was seven no wait eight eight episodes i think one of them was really short so it kind of felt like seven although i might be thinking of the queen's gambit because that also did have seven which i also want to talk about later on um probably in the same segment but yeah, Squid Game. It was really good. Um, I really like the premise. Um, I thought the acting was really good. Even though I don't, I don't. Um, I mean, I don't speak Korean, so I couldn't like fully appreciate the acting. I I feel like, but it was really good regardless. And I don't, I don't mean that, um, that probably sounds racist. I I don't mean it that way, I swear. Yeah, so I watched that in September, whenever it, like, first came out. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I would definitely recommend it. Uh, I would 
probably give it a eight or nine out of ten. I mean, you've probably seen it at this point. It's it's very popular. It's one of the most uh, streamed shows on Netflix. I think it is the most streamed show on Netflix, which is crazy to think about. Um, and I really hope it gets a season two. And I, I won't really spoil anything, but the first season kind of ends on a cliffhanger, but also kind of not at the same time. Yeah, but it was it was cra it was crazy. I haven't watched the show that good since like Better Call Saul, I think. When I watched it last year. <laughs> it's just like it was good writing. Like the music is is pretty good. Um, the set design is phenomenal, uh, good costumes, good costume design. It's, pre it's pretty funny too, it had, had me laughing, um, but also like has a very like dark side and, you know, I like the, the message it's trying to tell us. I think it's a really good message. Um, I won't really get into it because it might, you know, be a spoiler. And I really don't want to, like, spoil things on this podcast. That, that's also something I'm trying not to do. But yeah, I'd say if you're if you're interested in like dystopian kind of uh, like thriller stories and stuff like that, like like me. Um, then you'll, you'll definitely like it. Um, it, uh, it reminds me a lot of that movie, uh, Cube. It's like this indie film where, like, all these people are trapped inside of a cube and they have to escape, um, using, like, each of their talents or whatever. Something like that. Um, it's from like, I think it's from 1999. That's when it was made. Really good indie film. I I think it's. I mean, it's not perfect, but um, I'm rambling again. Yeah, go watch Cube um, <laughs> and Squid Game. If you're into that dystopian thing, like I said. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think I. I mean, I'll just move on to the um, the article I want to take a look at here. Okay, this is an article on CNBC. Um, the title is uh, "Squid Game has been watched by two thirds of all Netflix users, but hasn't moved the needle on U.S. subscribers." I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna read the whole uh, article because I might get sued or something. But um, I just thought it was really interesting that um, 
it it says here that Netflix revealed in its shareholder letter Tuesday that 142 million of its subscribers have seen at least two minutes of the wildly popular South Korean drama. That's exactly two-thirds of the company's 213 million global customers. Like, that's crazy. Like, those numbers are insane. Like, I, I didn't think this this show would be as popular as it is. I mean, I'm glad, because it's, it's really good. It also gained 4.4 uh, million net subscribers in, in the third quarter. So just the fact that it's been... That Netflix has been gaining subscribers just because people want to watch Squid Game. Or at least that's what I'm getting from this article. I don't know if that's the truth, but... I mean, it could be from anything. It could be from Squid Game. It could be from that new uh, You season. Like season three of You. Um, who knows? Who knows? It could be from uh, Addison Ray fans and her new movie, um, He's All That, I think it's called. That, like, TikTok star. I was kind of tempted to make a video on that, but. Or a video essay on that, but. I don't know. Everybody was talking about it. Most of the time, I don't even know what to add, you know? <laughs> I mean, I uh, when I made my Emily in Paris video, I, I had, you know, a lot of things to say about it that people weren't really talking about. People were mostly talking about the offensive stuff, but I found, like, some other weird stuff that, like, not a lot of people mentioned. So I, I think that's why the video is, like, pretty popular now. It almost has 5,000 views. I mean, to be honest, I could really care less about views. I kind of just want to make these videos for fun. I would make them for free if I could. Um, I basically do make them for free. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I'm rambling again. Uh, Squid Game is, or basically, Squid Game is this big phenomenon. And I feel like this podcast is advertising it, almost. <laughs> um, like giving it free publicity at this point. So why don't we move on to... Um, Another show I watched after Squid Game, that is. Um, I'm going to be talking about three shows. Um, I've, I, I got um, caught up on, it's called uh, WandaVision. Um, it's on Disney Plus. I think it's a... Disney Plus original. It was um it was it was really good. 
Uh, it's probably another show I would give 8 out of 10. Um, I think I liked it more than Loki. I just think like it's 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 pretty simple. Like it was pretty hard to go wrong with it, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um it has it, it has a lot of like attention to detail, which I liked. Um like if you didn't know, the show was basically it's basically um or what I got from it. Um it's like a homage to like uh retro TV sitcoms. Um basically like every almost every era of uh old TV or every era of TV in general. Um mostly sitcoms though. Like you start in the sixties, I think. No wait, the fifties. And then the sixties and then seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah. So it goes from like the Dick Van Dyke show to Bewitched to um I guess whatever show was in the nineties. Malcolm in the middle or something. Um, like it, it, it draws a lot of inspiration from, uh, different shows. Um, in the later episodes, it actually turns into a, a like a mockumentary, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Um, I think it was, I think at that point it was drawing inspiration from, uh, shows like like the office and modern family and um you know just like modern uh like well, I say modern sitcoms but um they've been around for a while now <laughs> I guess like 2010s 2010 sitcoms um but yeah it was really um it was a really interesting trip uh, through the eras. Um, I also really liked um, the writing. I thought a lot of it had like, I don't want to say a lot of it had double meanings, but it kind of felt like it. Because like when they would you know talk they would they would talk like they're on a sitcom but some of the things they would say would also like transfer over to like the real world and like what's actually going on i mean i don't want to spoil too much but i guess i'll just leave it at that it's pretty hard not to talk about the ending <laughs> um with this show I really want to say stuff about the ending, but it would it would spoil the entire thing pretty much. Hey everyone, um, this is me on 
me two days later um, because I was too tired to record anymore so here I am um, hope you're doing hope you're doing well uh, thanks for watching this far even though this is like the worst podcast ever um, <laughs> but Yeah, I think that's enough about WandaVision for now, um, or well, probably ever on this channel. Um, I mean, it came out like months, months ago, so I don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, but if you like Marvel, like me then you'll probably like it. So that's, uh, that's about all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> I guess let's move on to the third show I wanted to talk about. Um, and by the way, I wanted to mention that I'm, I'm doing these, um, I want to try to do these monthly so it's going to be like a monthly sort of recap of like what's what I've been watching and shit. I don't know if I said that already. Again, this is like two days later, so. Um. But yeah, I'm just going to be talking about um, like the shows I watched in September and October. Since um, this is going up near the end of October, or at least it should. I'm going to have to edit it on my laptop because I don't know if I said it already, but my computer broke down. So that's why there haven't, there hasn't really been any videos on the channel. Um, it's kind of dead at the moment. Let's just, um, let's just talk about the Queen's Gambit, which is the third show I want to talk about um, so Queen's Gambit it's a show that is also kind of old now um, I think it came out this year actually let me check here Oh geez, it came out in 20, uh, 2020, October? What the hell? Okay, well, I thought it came out in like March or something, so I'm like literally, literally a year late. Today is the 23rd, and the first episode came out exactly a year ago on October 23rd, 2020. And today is also October 23rd that's how dates work um, <laughs> but yeah the show is really good um, I would definitely recommend it it's got a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes um, 
I don't know if I would rank it that highly, but it was really good. I don't know why it's listed on Google as a historical film, but then it says one season. Because, I mean, it, it basically is a TV show, but Netflix says that it's a um, limited series, which I don't even really know what that means. I don't know if that's just like a, like that just means it's going to be one season or, or what. Um, oh, okay, so it has an, an end date. So it will, well, it's like a TV show, but it has like, um, says there's a, a limit to the number of episodes um, each stated by release of the first episode okay so that's what that means um, <laughs> oh yeah I was gonna say that this is the second time I've recorded this like second half because the first time I was using the wrong microphone so I just I, I love how I just wasted like 20 minutes of my life <laughs> just like I, lo I, I love that I love when that happens um, and I, ha I have my microphone plugged in and everything. It's just that Audacity didn't recognize it because I plugged it in after I started up Audacity, but I mean, nobody cares about this. Um, you probably want to hear about TV shows and stuff, but you're hearing about um, technical difficulties. You want to hear about the Queen's Gambit. I'm speaking for you right now. You, you want to hear about the Queen's Gambit, and I'm going to keep talking about it. So it was really good. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've said that like a lot this podcast, but man, I need I need to get better at describing what makes a show good. Um, yeah, the camera work. That's what I mentioned before. Um, yeah, the camera work was really good. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of one shots, like like one shot takes. Like there's a lot of scenes of the main character. Um, her name is Beth. Like she'll be um, walking through. Like like she'll you'll. Like the camera will just follow her like walking through a, a building or something and it's like this really seamless shot and like it was it was really nice to watch um it felt like a movie at some points 
it's shot like very well um, the acting's pretty good um, not much to complain about there the writing was good um, like really really good dialogue like they felt like the, the characters uh, felt like real people I think um, I mean, I think they drew a lot of inspiration from like actual um, chess players and you know stuff like that in real life. Um, from real life, and you know, I I was always scared to watch this show because you know it's about chess, and I thought that that would kind of gatekeep me a little bit because I. Well, one, I don't follow competitive chess, and two, I barely ever play chess. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it's not really about chess at the end of the day. Like wh while I was watching it, I I kept thinking like, oh, this is like chess is just the backdrop. Really, it's more just about Beth and her and her struggle to like get anywhere in, in the chess world because of you know the, the time period it, it was set in because um, it takes place in the 1960s and of course you know there's a lot of um, sexism and stuff like that she has to deal with um, so it's a it was a very like realistic and sort of like inspirational story like you get to see her evolution as a character like when when she starts out she's very you know shy and quiet and um not super confident but you know as the as the as time goes on she gets a, like a lot more confident and even cocky at some points and you'll you'll even see her like struggle with her flaws like she'll um, sometimes she'll have overconfidence and um, they they say a lot um, or they said that she um, like a couple of characters they said that she's not um, like she she doesn't or she's she's not trying to play chess she's trying to win which I thought was like a really good line and I'm butchering it because I can barely remember it because I didn't write down notes um, <laughs> I didn't write down notes for any of these shows by the way I knew I should have. Um, this podcast was kind of a last-minute thing. Um, I just want to get something out on the channel, but I also just really like podcasts. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, but whatever, whatever that line was, it was like it. I've never really seen anything like this show, you know. I guess I just need to watch more like artsy kind of stuff.
like stuff that makes you think. Yeah, but I like the messages that it has about like feminism and equality and um, like how how bad overconfidence can be. Plus, it's just, it's really wholesome at the end. I don't, I don't really want to spoil it, but I, I really like the ending. Um, I thought it was a really good way to wrap up the whole thing in a nice way. I think this show is actually based off a book, which I thought was cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It, Thought I should mention that, but there you go. Um, just kind of running out of things to talk about <laughs> again. I guess. Um, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's. I'd probably give it a nine out of ten, just to like kind of wrap up my thoughts on it. Um, I would recommend it. If you have Netflix, um, that and Squid Game, I would recommend. But yeah, let's uh, let's move on to another segment here, which is gonna be sort of like a news segment, almost. Or I I, I wanted to talk about. Um, new shows that are coming out I guess I'll call it like new show watch or something um, well I guess not like new shows just like new seasons and stuff but also new shows I guess um, but I wanted to mention that Big Mouth season five is coming out next month in November. And I will probably talk about it on this podcast in the next episode. Or who knows, I'll, maybe I'll make a video on it, but I am working on, well, I'm working on a video of, of uh, Free Guy and um, and one on Q Force and I know Free Guy is a movie, but I just really need to talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I can talk about movies on this channel. It doesn't have to be just TV shows, you know. It's my channel. I can do what I want. So, fuck you. Um. <laughs> oh, but um. Big Mouse, season five. What are my thoughts about it coming out? Um, well, Big Mouth is not a show I like or would recommend to anybody. Um, it's just, it's one of those shows that thinks it's really witty and smart, but it really isn't. 
it has like some things that I like. I mean, I I like the. I guess I like the sort of ways that it tries to represent, like different medical or or mental issues, like shame and, or well, I guess that's not a. It it tries to represent these like sort of as abstract concepts like shame and depression and uh, I think they did anxiety you know I've I've dealt with a lot of that stuff in my life and I guess it feels good to be represented a little bit you know I mean this show is trying to speak to like my generation like Gen Z and I guess millennials a little bit even though it makes references to like a lot of things that people in Gen Z won't even get really like they reference like Seinfeld in, in an episode and I mean I think most people in my generation haven't even, like, heard of Seinfeld, you know? I mean, it was made in the 90s. We weren't even alive back then. I was born in 2002, you know? But yeah, I think, like, it's just another one of those Netflix shows that tries to appeal to a young audience like a young teen audience but they just don't know how to Netflix like desperately needs like either to do some research or to hire like younger writers I, I don't know how you how do you how you would even enforce that but there you go um, job description looking for 19 year old writer <laughs> like that would be ageism but I don't know um, I'm trying to think of an example where they actually like did that right um I guess like Bojack Horseman, but I haven't really seen that show. So I don't I don't know. I don't I don't really know. I can't think of like a single example. Except for I I guess like I said with the whole big mouth like abstract uh, concepts thing with like all these like monsters or whatever there's like this whole monster world or something because you know there's like the hormone monster which is like what you I sound like a crazy person right now um, 
You're just going to have to watch the show to know what I mean. I mean... Basically, like, the premise of the show is that when you get puberty, you get, like, this weird-ass, like, hormone monster that follows you around. He's, like, this big, like, um, hairy dude. And he's, like, guiding you through puberty or something. It's such a strange show. I mean, I know it's supposed to be strange, but it's just. You know, I, I probably would have loved it. Like back when I was um, when I was a teenager. I would have loved it. Wow, I can't believe I just said teenager, by the way. I'm becoming old. <laughs> People usually say teens, but let's just say back when I was in high school. I, I think I, or no, actually I watched it in high school. I didn't like it. Okay, back when I was in element, like elementary school, like the last year of elementary school, I would have loved it. It was like right up my alley. <laughs> but yeah, um get back on topic a little bit um the fact that it's getting a season five doesn't really sit well with me because season four was already like really bad i feel like the show just keeps progressively getting worse and worse i think like the best maybe the best season was like season two but even then it was pretty pretty bad it's just it's so uncomfortable to watch because they will they will animate like these like like children like child nudity pretty much like how can they get away with animating that and putting it on Netflix this stuff is on Netflix I don't know man it's just really uncomfortable real real uncomfortable because all the characters are minors I mean it's a show about puberty of course they're gonna be minors you know I guess like when you make a show like this you kind of just have to go all out with it But they will like deliberately, you know, animate stuff like that for no reason. It's pretty disgusting. But yeah, I think I've talked enough about Big Mouth. I'm starting to feel queasy. Um, <laughs> I would do like a question segment right now, but um, I mean, I don't have any questions. So I guess if you have any questions and you've watched this far, then, you know, leave them down below in the YouTube 
uh, comment section or you can like email to, email them to me or something I think I have a I think I still have an email on my channel like a business email but yeah um, probably gonna end it here uh, thanks for watching this far really uh, means a lot and if this is your first time watching um, I sure hope it isn't or sorry first time listening uh, I, I make a lot of uh, or well not a lot but I make video essays on my channel if you'd like to check them out I will complain about a TV show that I don't like for like 10, 10 or 20 minutes or so <laughs> and make weird edits with clips from the show. So if you like that kind of thing then you can subscribe and you know do all that fun stuff can like this podcast you can watch my other videos like those too you know YouTube stuff I'm really tired it's almost one one in the morning right now um, should really be sleeping but you know I wanted to make this podcast and update you guys and yeah anyways yeah thanks for listening goodbye remember to leave questions <laughs>